Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 31. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of crafts. Moreover, I have appointed Ahoyab, the son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also, I have given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I commanded you, the tent of meeting, the Ark of the Covenant Law with the atonement cover on it, and all of the other furnishings of the tent, the table and its articles, the pure gold lampstand and all of its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering and all of its utensils, the basin with its stand, and also the woven garments, both the sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons when they serve as priests, and the anointing oil and fragrant incense for the holy place. They are to make them just as I commanded you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, You must observe my Sabbaths. This will be a sign between me and you for the generations to come, so that you may know I am the Lord who makes you holy. Observe the Sabbath, because it is holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it is to be put to death. Those who do any work on that day must be cut off from their people. For six days work is to be done, but the seventh day is a day of Sabbath rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day is to be put to death. The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for generations to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. When the Lord finished speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of the covenant law, the tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. Now, the Lord gives supernatural gifts all through the Scripture. And in this chapter, it's very clear that He gave gifts to the artisans involved in making the tabernacle, uh, all of the furniture, all of the priest's garments, and so forth. The lead guy was a man named Bezalel. And so in verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah, And I have filled him with the Spirit of God. So this is a Holy Spirit gifting. He's filled with the Spirit of God. Some people believe that in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit only rested on people. But it's clear from this passage in verse 3 that this Bezalel was filled with the Spirit of God. He was filled with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills to make artistic designs. And so this man was given the gift of the ability to make art for the glory of God. He was able to work in gold and silver and bronze. He was able to cut gemstones. This man could work in wood and, uh, it says, engage in all kinds of crafts. So someone may be given gifts 
of a different sort like this in our modern day for the glory of God. You know, the arts are intended to glorify God. It's just a matter of how they're utilized. But someone can certainly be gifted for sacred art. Uh, History is full of sacred art. There are many, many beautiful paintings and sculptures that declare the glory of God. But this Bezalel was uh, uniquely gifted by the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit of God, to make the tabernacle and its implements. And so the Lord also gave special skills to other workers. In verse 6, I've also given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I've commanded you. So not just this Bezalel or his helper only, but um, all of the men involved in the project. And then they're cautioned once again to make everything exactly like the heavenly pattern. Verse 11, they are to make them just as I commanded you. And friends, we're given to understand that Moses, while on the mountain, actually saw visions of all of these things in eternity. In fact, I would go so far as to say he saw the real version of them uh, in the heavenly throne room and the, the real version of the tabernacle and the different temple articles Um, are contained in heaven. And he was told, make them just like that. And so Moses uh, saw these things and they were to be replicated on the earth. It's a fascinating picture, if you can picture it in your mind's eye. And I'll talk in the chapters ahead, I'll talk about how the the New Testament reveals this heavenly pattern uh, was fulfilled in Jesus. Then the Lord gives them the supernatural sign of the Sabbath. Verse 12, the Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites, You must observe my Sabbaths. This will be a sign between me and you for the generations to come. Now think about that. In antiquity, there was no reason to divide the week into seven portions. Ancient cultures, other than just the Jewish people, ancient cultures have this seven-day week. And so down through history, there have been attempts to make other uh, divisions within the uh, the framing of time for weeks, you know, divisions of 10 or, or whatever they wanted to make. There's no logical reason to have seven-day division. Uh, if you research this as I have, you'll find that some scholars believe that there were seven visible planetary signs or alignments in the, in the heavens, planetary alignments or stars, and that the, uh, the seven days of the week were for this. But traditionally, Christians and Jews have held that this Sabbath observance goes back to the seven days of creation, the Genesis account that Moses recorded. And uh, now he's having the Jews celebrate the Sabbath, uh, the holding of the Sabbath, in memorial for what God has done in creation and in memorial for what God has done with the Jewish people. And so it's to be a sign between God and the Jewish people for the generations to come so they may know that he is the Lord who sanctifies them and makes them holy. Verse 14, Observe the Sabbath because it's holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it is to be put to death. Those who do any work on that day must be cut off from their people. For six days work is to be done, and the seventh day is a day of Sabbath rest, holy to the Lord. Verse 16, the Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for the generations to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. And so this sign, wherever they went, Wherever they wandered, they observed the Sabbath, and it always pointed back to the God of creation, Yahweh. And so in antiquity, this began, and it continues to this day. Observant Jews carefully observed the Sabbath in various ways, and some Christians observed the Sabbath in various ways. But the origin of the Sabbath goes back to creation. 
the finger of God uh, wrote the Ten Commandments. In verse 18, the Lord finished speaking with Moses on Mount Sinai, and he gave him the two tablets of the covenant law, the tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. Now think about that. The living God himself carved the covenant law in the tablets of stone and handed them to Moses. And so uh, you may recall that in the following chapters, Moses is going to Uh, destroy these tablets. But once again, God will write on the tablets himself another copy. And so this is another supernatural sign and wonder uh, for the people of God that the Lord himself uh, transcended eternity and came into our dimension and physically uh, dug into the covenant law tablets with his finger. So Lord, uh, we thank you that you gave the arts for the glory of God. We thank you that this man Bezalel was filled with the Holy Spirit of God, uh, with wisdom and understanding and knowledge, all kinds of artistic abilities uh, for jewelry, for crafts in wood, for everything that um, is listed in the scriptures and probably more than we can imagine. We pray, Lord, that you would gift people in our day to glorify you through their art. Lord, may the arts, all of the arts, be full of the knowledge of the one true God. And Lord, fill your people that serve in the arts with your Holy Spirit, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skill. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.